Time now for the morning line here on KMA. Lots of things happening with the Essex Community Club and in the community of Essex in general. The lady in the know is Tess Nelson, who is the Essex Community Development Director, and she joins us on the line this morning with more on the activities in Essex. Good morning to you, Tess. Good morning, Mike. Good to have you back with us, and I know uh, you've been busy uh, with the Essex Community Club, and they recently had their annual meeting. Now, for those who may not be aware of this organization, even if they live in Essex, what is the Essex Community, uh, Community Club all about? It's pretty much just the community chamber. Um, it started uh, several years ago, decades ago, um, as um, you know, the Essex Commercial Club. Um, and then over the years, it has um, evolved into what it is today, which is just a, a nonprofit organization um, that works with the school and the city, of course, to do what we can to better our community, you know, bring in businesses, um, host events, um, you know, just make Essex a, a better place. And, of course, you know, the big the big um, event that we do every year would be the Labor Day. Right. And, of course, uh, a lot of things happening. What were some of the highlights of the Essex Community Club's annual meeting uh, held recently? Um, it was held last night in the, in the beautiful Essex Opera House. It was such a wonderful venue to have that event in. Um, anytime we can host an event there, it's just awesome. Um, we re-elected officers for 24. Uh, Kim Juarez is our president. Uh, Vice President Heather Thornton, uh, Treasurer is Nicole Larson, Secretary Kathy Lundgren, and then um, a board member is Brian Nelson. Um, we also awarded our sponsor of the year to Dennis and Diane Lilliadal of Lilliadal Farms, and our member of the year was Jenna Bowers. So that's uh, that was one of the big things. What else was discussed, or what were some of the other highlights of that particular meeting? Uh, we just kind of go over the events that we held um, last year, and and of course financials. Um, you know, it is a business at the end of the day, so we discuss not only the the yearly um, financials, but how Labor Day did and what we did with those um, funds that we had left over. Um, we also discussed. Um, it was, a, you know, it's a short board meeting because we're just, you know, kind of celebrating just everything that we had accomplished in the year. But we also discussed some of the things that we wanted to get done um, the next year. Talking about Labor Day 2023, of course, thousands of people come to Essex that weekend and it's been a while. Uh, how did the event turn out in terms of uh, financial revenues, finances, things like that. In terms of the dollar figures, how successful is Essex's Labor Day celebration this year? Uh, it was it was a great year. It really was. It wasn't. Um, it 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 was pretty much in tune with how it's been the last several years. It's not a huge it's not a huge money maker, um, but we we do quite well. And then of course we put those funds back in to the following Labor Day or you know, making improvements in town. Um, so, you know, of course, one of the projects that we want to do um, in 2024 would be make some renovations to the Derby track. Um, we'd like to um, repaint the bandstand to get some more permanent bleachers over there. Um, if I had, you know, unlimited funds, 
I'd like to get permanent restrooms and a concession stand there. Um, and then uh, maybe a sound system and, and some better lighting to where we can host events throughout the year there um, instead of just over Labor Day weekend. So that, that track, uh, that's a big focal point of the celebration. How big of a crowd do the events, or crowds I should say, do the events there at the track usually draw? Um, it's hard to say because it's so spread out in that horseshoe, you know, with the way the bleachers are set up. But, I mean, we're always really happy because, you know, for most of the events, they're they're packed. Um, definitely for the rodeo, um, most definitely for the demo derby. It's, you know, it's standing room only. And so it's, it's kind of hard to say because we don't take attendance per se, but we're thrilled if the stands are packed. Um, and we just want people to come out and celebrate the weekend with us. Um, I mean, it's great that we make money. It's, it's, you know, like I said, at the end of the day, it's a business. But we just want to have a good time, and we want, you know, other people in our community and the surrounding areas to come celebrate with us. Well, let's look, at, look ahead to the next couple of months. What are some of the exciting events happening in Essex over the next month or so as we head into the Christmas season? So we do have Santa's Holiday Workshop coming up, and that will be at Trojan Hall. December 9th, 9 to 11. And what that is, we've been hosting it for years. Um, Tri-Valley Bank is our co-host with that. We've got free hot chocolate and donuts. We've got numerous craft tables for the littles. Um, We've got Santa that will be there. He'll be arriving on an Essex fire truck. He'll be there between 9 and 1030, so you can have your picture taken with Santa. You can write a letter to Santa. You can hand it to him right there. Um, We've got the Scholastic Book Fair going on at that same time. And it's just a way for the kids in our community and their parents, of course, to kind of um, get into the holiday spirit, making all these little cute little homemade crafts that they can go home and put on their tree or hang up in the window. And of course, get to see Santa maybe for the first time this year and and maybe get acquainted with them. There's, you know, every year there's a new crop of kids that meet Santa for the first time. And that's always really fun watching because you never know what they're going to do. Um, and so that is for everyone. Um, and so then we'll we'll move into January. and We've got something scheduled for January as well. We're going to do a, a chili fundraiser, uh, chili cook-off at the Opera House on January 20th. So um, we'll have some flyers around about that. So we do need entries. So dust off those aprons um, because we want plenty of entries. And of course, we'll have, we need taste testers too. So of course, everyone would be invited to come down and and pick their people's choice award. And I got some really cool awards um, to hand out. So that'll be fun. And then we'll, you know, before you know it, we'll start planning stuff for the springtime some beautification projects that outside um, in the different parks that we have there. There's one other thing we want to talk about, and we've been talking about the construction of the new 150th Street Bridge uh, near Essex. That was finished recently. And as part of the new bridge's construction, there is a new launch point and large parking area that's been added on the bridge's north side. What kind of recreational opportunities does this add for Essex and the area in general, speaking as uh, with your position with the Essex uh, Community Club or so? 
Well, right now, not so much because there's no water in the river. <laughs> yeah, well, that is a problem. You know, it would be nice if we had a little rain and stuff, you know. Uh, and um, it's kind of but... cold for boating. But in the future, looking uh, looking months ahead, hopefully, if we get some rain over the winter, uh, what is this going to do, I guess, for, for, for Essex in general? Well, I mean, ideally, you know, if there's water in there, um, it's a great, I mean, it's such an easy accessible point to the river i mean you you get down there on 150th it's right on the north side you pull in there's this huge gravel parking area that takes you right down to the river it's perfect for canoes and kayaks and i mean however else i mean you know i think it would be i mean what i'm thinking of which would be a really really fun would be it'd be a great launch point to float down to a avenue a avenue also has a launch point um, so you would have a wonderful fun day of floating, kayaking, whatever, if you started at that West Bridge and went down to Rat Park on 8th Avenue and would get out there. Um, that would be a really fun-filled day. Once again, you know, it helps if there's water in there. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's what we're thinking. We're really excited of the people that will come to Essex um, and you may stop at Casey's and get gas or some beer or pop, whatever, and, and um, spend the day. Um, enjoying the East Nishnabotna River from the West Bridge down to Rat Park. And what about the completion of the bridge in general? How is that going to help traffic to and from Essex, uh, water notwithstanding? You never realize how much people use a bridge until you can't use it anymore. (laughs) So, I mean, obviously for the people who live out there coming into town every day, um, the farmers, um, you know, I'm sure, you know, it was great having that done, you know, during harvest. Um, and make a little quicker trip um, to and from town. But like I said, it's utilized quite a bit, um, and it, they did a fantastic job. It's a beautiful bridge, and um, it's a beautiful launch point, and we're so um, appreciative um, of the county and, and um, for, for getting that done for us because they, they do a wonderful job. They work so very hard. They probably don't get a lot of compliments. Mm. Um, but we really do appreciate everything that they do. Um, and like I said, it's a, it's a beautiful bridge. We're so happy that it's done. Um, but that launch point is really, really exciting for our community. Tess, we've run out of time. Thank you for being with us today. Have a great Thanksgiving to you and your family and everybody in Essex. And we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, Mike. You too. That's Tess Nelson, Essex Community Club Director on the Morning Line on KMA.